We're back with the fourth episode of Physique Science Radio. I'm your host, Lane Norton, with my co-host, Sohi Lee. Sohi, uh, I think we we're starting to get a little bit on a roll. I really enjoyed that last episode with Eric Trexler. What did you, what did you think? I think that, that was our best one. It was a lot of fun. I think that we're uh, starting to find our groove, and it was kind of sad because we obviously had to cut it off because we were running out of time. Um, yeah, exactly. First episode, it's kind of like, okay, when do I talk? When do you talk? When do you, you get in a rhythm, but yeah, it's 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 flowing a little bit better now. So, listeners don't realize that, like, even though you and I talk to the, on the phone quite frequently, you know, doing it kind of, you know, it's not live, but doing it on air, you know, it, it's it's it, it gets, it's a little tricky. It is tricky because we end up cutting each other off, and yeah, <laughs> like, it happens. It's like, okay, when do I go? Especially <laughs> especially with me because I talk so much. So I'm sure you're sitting there like, okay, is he done? Just got to talk just, over you at some point. Just that, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, you know, just like text me on my phone. Be like, shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> <My turn. laughs> you know, you can do what my wife does. She just throws things at me. You know, that, that helps. <laughs> yeah. I, I kid. I kid. My wife's great. She doesn't throw things at me usually. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we, we talked with Eric a lot about um, kind of, you know, obviously the, the first, again, give him a shout out. The first uh, recipient of the BioLane Foundation grant awesome uh just super excited about that um you know to see the the research is going to come out and he talked a lot about metabolic adaptation and it was very cool because he talked about it from the perspective of himself as a competitor and having you know gone through different diets and and rebounded in weight and that sort of thing so i thought it was it was it was really really neat um just, just fascinating. And, you know, obviously like I, you know, I've done my PhD, but even talking with somebody, you know, you can just tell when somebody's passionate about the research and just, they've done so much into it because I even learned stuff, uh, you know, listening to him. So that was yeah. really amazing. Um, and I, before we get too far into it, I know you've got a big announcement that you've been kind of, uh, gnawing at your, your nails to, to get out there. So yeah. why don't you go ahead? Yeah. Yeah. Something you've been working on for a long time. So uh, why don't yeah, you uh, go ahead and tell our listeners what, what yeah. you've been uh, working on? Right. So this, this project has been in the works since January of this year. It's, you know, that's seven months in the making and, um, we're actually, I'm, I'm finalized, uh, done with the content of this project. And right now I'm just really just uh, working on the last few details of the launch. So this is the reverse dieting ebook that a lot of you have been asking about. And uh, I approached Lane about this. I forget when, and maybe it was December or January. And I was like, you need, we need to do this. <laughs> we need to do this because there are people banging down your door asking for your help and you just turn away 95% of people because you just don't have the space to take on the clients. And it's a lose-lose because you're not helping them and they don't, you know, you don't get the money and they don't get the help. Um, not that it's about the money, but, you know, right. let's flip that around. Um, maybe lower the cost barrier, give people uh, a, a product that they can they can purchase and and learn from learn from you. So so since then, I've been working on on this ebook as trying to make it as comprehensive as possible while still making it easy to understand. So. Um, right now, it's set to launch in the first week of, of September, and um, we do have some surprise add-on products with it, not just the ebook itself. There'll be some bonus materials coming with it. Um, so this will this will go into the specific details of uh, why and how uh, to reverse diet, and also covers a lot of frequently asked questions, things like. Um, you know, can you can you still reverse diet around an injury? What if you're pregnant? And all those different specific um, <laughs> case scenarios that you know, it, it, every once in a while we get those questions. We're laughing, but I remember you talking to me about every single possible scenario like, you could possibly yeah, I'm like, come up well, with. Well, you're pregnant. You should reverse diet. <laughs> That's what you should be <laughs> it's, doing. <laughs> it's actually the the perfect uh, perfect scenario. Adding exactly, in calories. Exactly. Yeah. No, I remember you. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, you get to for, for those of you who've ever inquired with me about working with me or current clients. If you if you if you made it through the initial "quote unquote" barrier, I, I hate saying it like that, but uh, that was so he so he screens uh, potential <laughs> clients for me, and uh, this was something we started doing. I think I discussed this in the first episode, but it was something we started doing because I, I was just literally spending hours each day telling people I couldn't work with them, and uh, 
it's very hard for me that now now we have you know kind of a, a referral network and people are at least getting some help somewhere right. um but like like so he said she's like it's like you know look I, I like to make money just like anybody else but i'm not willing to compromise um the the quality of my business to do that i just don't want to be known as that guy who who takes on everybody um and does a crappy job so um you know, sure, I like to make money, but you, you told me, she was like, she said, so he said, it, it's like the meme where, uh, from the Simpsons where the guy's like, shut up and take my money, <laughs> where people are contacting you and you're right. just turning them away. So you're right. I mean, this is one of the things we, we started looking at in terms of doing so we could get people, like you said, lower the cost barrier, but still get good information out there to people. Um, and uh, so I think it's I think it's gonna be really good. Um, I know how hard you've worked on this. H- how many how many words is it? Did you mention that? Uh, well, com- yeah. I mean, it'll be probably around twenty five thousand with every all the files combined. Uh, wow. So it'll be I think with the editing, the graphic design, and whatnot, it'll you know be over a hundred pages. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, you know, for an ebook, and there's gonna be a lot of other content in there and that that right. sort of thing. So. We're not gonna we're not gonna go on too much about this and gush about it, but I I really do think it's gonna be a very very quality product that people are really gonna appreciate because it's um, there's not really much out there about it right now other than the stuff that we've kind of put out there and, and then some of our our approved coaches have put out there. Right. Um, so yeah, we're we're both super excited about it. So we will by the time this episode goes up, I believe the the ebook will be available, and so we'll we'll put uh, information in the um, in the description and that sort of thing for those of you who are interested. Um, so if you're interested, please check that out. And we, we appreciate your support. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Awesome. So well, let's, since, since, since not like this is heh, act like this wasn't rehearsed beforehand, but <laughs> since we're on the subject of reverse dieting, um, I guess people, some people are probably out there saying, what the hell is a reverse diet? Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, I, so basically, I, I started. Um, I don't want to say I started reverse dieting because I I knew some people who would. I, well, I, the concept I had thought about a long time ago in in terms of way to do things. I never. I, I forget who actually said reverse diet. I think it might have been Alberto Nunez who was the first person who said it that way. But what I what I what I noticed with clients that I, I worked with was that. People who worked with me throughout the year, like who dieted for shows, usually for shows, but not always, um, but who dieted for shows, um, would would have an easier time getting ready for each successive show when they worked with me kind of throughout the year. And people who kind of went off and did their own thing when they came back, it seemed like each time we diet them down, it would get more and more difficult to get them ready for shows. They had to go lower and lower calorie, more and more cardio. And uh, I remember just thinking, man, this is this is so weird and, and trying to explain it because it's not like they were completely different body types. You know, these you'd have two people hypothetically who would be very similar metabolism when they'd start. And then through three cycles of dieting, you know, over a couple of years, um, they look very different uh, in terms of what they would have to get down to, depending on what they did kind of after dieting and in the off season. And so I what I started talking to people about was, you know, well, what are you doing after your shows? And a lot of the people who kind of didn't have a plan after their show, and this not just shows, but even after a general diet, um, they would just go out and do whatever and put on a lot of weight really, really quickly. And, um, you know, I, I wrote the foreword for your book, and, and one of the things I, I said in there was, you know, everybody talks about, I just, I just, I want to lose 10 pounds, or I want to lose 20 pounds, or I want to lose 30 pounds, or I want to get to, I want to win this show, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> then what? Then <clears throat> what? Very few people think about that question. And I started looking into the actual scientific data, and the actual scientific data is excruciatingly grim in terms of, of keeping off weight once you've lost it. Our, our country, our society is very good at losing weight. <laughs> Millions of people do it every 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 single year. People think we have a weight loss problem. We don't. People lose weight every single year. The problem is they can't keep it off. Eighty um, percent of people will regain weight they've lost in within a year, and of those eighty percent, almost I think it's half or over half will actually add on more body fat than they lost 
in the first place. And so they're actually in a worse position than they started. Um, so one of the things I started thinking about was, okay, well, how do we prevent this from happening? Like, like what can we do to prevent this from happening? And so this idea, this concept of reverse dieting was something that at least I've tried it and, um, and, uh, it seems to work to varying degrees with people, but it seems to work very well in, in terms of, uh, minimizing body fat, uh, regain while, um, restoring metabolic rate. So, uh, that we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll dive into that, that, uh, a little bit more. Um, this is physique science radio and here's a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, Lane here. Well, you all know how much I love variety in my diet. I can't stand eating the same bland food every single day. That's why I love www.myoatmeal.com. It's an amazing website where you can go and customize oatmeal. I know, I know, I know. Why would I want to go customize oatmeal? I can eat it right out of the bag. Well, let me tell you why. MyOatmeal.com has 22 billion combinations of flavors and ingredients. You heard me right. 22 billion combinations. Whether you're picking out a pre-made blend or making your own customized blend, they have all kinds of flavors. Want red velvet cake? No problem. Snickerdoodle? You can make it happen. Butter rum? Oh yeah. Cheesecake? You can get it done. And you have all kinds of additives you can add. Apples, raisins, pears, nuts, all kinds of seeds. And you can sweeten it any way you want. Need to eat gluten-free? No problem. They've got it. The best part of it all? The macros are listed as you're customizing your blend. And they change depending on which ingredients you add. Eating a little bit lower carb? No problem. Choose ingredients that make your carb count lower. Need more protein? Add higher protein ingredients. You can customize your blend to make it almost any breakdown that you want. And the prices and macros change as you change your blend. So go on over to www.myoatmeal.com and check out some of the blends that have already been made. Or be adventurous and make your own. That's myoatmeal.com. Check it out, guys. Hey guys, one of the things that's always on my mind is how can I give back to the industry that has done so much for me? That's why we formed the BioLane Foundation. The BioLane Foundation is a philanthropic initiative to raise money for grad school level research that is going to contribute to the fitness industry. And 100% of all your donations will be paid out to students. If you'd like to donate, you can go to BioLane.com, click on the About tab, and click on BioLane Foundation, and you can put your donation in through there. Or, if you're a student and you'd like to apply for a grant, go to BioLane.com, click the About tab, BioLane Foundation, and you can find the applications online there. Thank you guys so much and I'm looking forward to all the great research that comes from these donations. You're listening to Physique Science Radio with Lane Norton and Sohee Lee. If you like what you hear and you'd like to learn more about us and read some of our articles, please visit my website at www.biolane.com and Sohee's website at soheefit.com. Thanks guys, we appreciate you listening and hope to hear more from you in the future. We're back with Physique Science Radio talking about reverse dieting. And uh, so I'm going to go a little bit more into this in terms of, of what it is. So you, you go through your diet and let, let's just, you're not prepping for a show, but you want to lose 20 pounds and, and you have a, a wedding coming up or summer or spring break or whatever it is. Um, our, our goal is to get you to that, but then also to help you keep more of that, keep more of that leanness. Uh, and we don't want you to, to, to blow up afterwards. Okay. And we want to, I want to state right up front that the purpose of a reverse diet is not to lose body fat. Okay. Again, the purpose of a reverse diet is not to lose body fat. Now, some people, we call them hyper responders, respond extremely well to reverse dieting and do lose body fat. We'll discuss them a little bit later, but that is not necessarily the norm. Okay. 
what the purpose of a reverse diet is, is to restore your metabolic rate, your energy levels, your hormone levels, and your meta, you know, your metabolic, your overall metabolic rate while minimizing body fat regain. So hopefully if we do it right, by the time you're back up to your normal calorie intake and your metabolic rate, um, you still have less body fat than when you started dieting. Okay, let me give you an example. What the data says is that somebody who loses 10 pounds will then probably within a month or two regain almost all that 10 pounds and they will still be at the same calorie intake or they may regain even more. Okay, what we would like to see is maybe you lose 10 pounds, you regain five, but your calorie intake gets back up to where you were before. Now, if you want to take off that five, it's going to be much easier. Or maybe you lose 10, you regain, I don't know, seven or eight. But now when, when you're back to that point, your calorie intake is now over what you were eating before you started dieting the previous time. Okay, so if you started previously at your maintenance level is 2,000, but now your maintenance level is 2,500, okay, that's a net win, okay, for your metabolism. Because people don't, people unfortunately don't think about, um, they only think about what am I doing right now? And that's why, you know, so he, you, you probably get this a lot and I get this a lot. People say, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes, right. whatever I need to do. And I don't care if it's 800 calories, et cetera, et cetera. And I say, well, that might work for the short term, but what it's going to do is it's going to destroy you in the long term. Okay. The, the data is very clear. The more restrictive you have to get to lose body fat, the, the harder you're going to most likely rebound. Okay. Now that's not always the case, but most of the time it is. So for, that's a whole nother can of worms that, that, that really a proper, oh, yeah. <laughs> proper, proper diet, proper reverse diet starts even before you reverse diet. And that's dieting on as many calories as you possibly can being as unrestricted as you can. So you don't have, you're not setting your body up for that rebound. But so th this idea of kind of a net win in terms of your metabolism. Okay. Let's say, um, you know, when you're, you're done with your diet, you've lost 20 pounds and then you know, let's say that took you 12, 16 weeks, something like that. Well, you should expect at least 12 or 16 weeks in order to get mm -hmm. back up to the same calorie intake mm -hmm. that you were taking in before you di started dieting and possibly longer depending on how you respond. Okay. Why would you expect? I heard people, I've heard um, a couple of nutrition experts um, say that, well, just go back up to just when you're done dieting, just go to your calorie maintenance. And they're, they're talking kind of like your, what, you, what you're calculated for your calorie maintenance. And I think that's interesting because they're like, oh, you'll recover your metabolic rate. So if your calculated maintenance level is 2,500, um, just go back up to that. Hmm. Well, my, my problem with that is if it really was your maintenance, then when you went up to it, you wouldn't gain any weight. Right. It's not your maintenance anymore. Your body has adjusted. Your body adapts when you start to diet down. You go through all these adaptations. We talked about a lot of them last episode. If you guys haven't heard the last episode before this one, I... I please go listen to it because it'll make this stuff make a lot more sense. Um, but as you diet down, your metabolic rate adapts to your lower calorie intake, your increased calorie output and slows down. So you may have, you know, when you started dieting, your maintenance may have been 2,500, but 16 weeks into a diet, it's not going to be 2,500 anymore. And right. you're going to have to take your time getting back up to that number. Now, again, Let's say you drop 20 pounds. Maybe you gain back 10, getting back up to that number. But now if you want to come back down, maybe you lose another 20, okay? And now your net loss is 20 pounds, not 10 pounds, okay? And your, your metabolism's in a better place than it was before. So it's this concept of weight cycling, kind of yo-yo dieting, and the way most people do it, which is ultra-restrictive diet, Followed by kind of, yay, I'm done with my diet. I'm going to get the whatever I want, uh, which is basically uh, what they call body fat overshooting uh, or YOLO. You're only lean once. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so people, people diet down really harshly and then they rebound really bad. I mean, I've known people. So he, you probably know people who have gained 40, 50 pounds yeah. of body fat uh, after a diet. Um, and so... 
you want to break that cycle uh, because the data in at least in tightly controlled animal studies, they show that yo-yo dieting was actually worse than just chronically overfeeding. Yo-yo dieting actually produced animals with greater body fat levels than if they just let the animals overeat the entire time. So what we're trying to do is put together a way of, I don't want to say weight cycling, but diet cycling that makes it easier to get leaner over time not harder and leaves you leaner over time, not fatter. Um, because as we discussed last time, the number of times you, you decide you diet in your life right now is correlated to how much body fat you'll gain, which I think is kind of speaks to the way most people diet. Not that dieting makes right. you fat. It's just the way that most people diet, um, sets them up for failure as opposed to success. Right. Well, so and that's why I, yeah, go ahead. That's why we have so many people coming to you and to me and to other uh, coaches who say, you know, I have a history of yo-yo dieting. Um, I'm, I don't know, 150 pounds and I've been maintaining my weight at 1200 calories for the past three months and I'm not seeing results. I don't understand why. Well, that's why, because you've been yeah. yo-yo dieting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to tell a lot of these people like, look, this is going to take a while to fix, you know, yeah. it's your body has become, you know, in terms of uh, very efficient, you know, somebody, I was listening Bad. to something the other day and somebody said, well, you know, when I was doing this diet, I just felt like I was so efficient. And it's like, no, that's the wrong term. <laughs> efficiency is you good for... You want to be inefficient. Yeah, exactly. Your efficiency is good for survival. It's not It's not good for burning fat. <laughs> you want to be as inefficient as possible. <laughs> that gas tank on your car, that's your body fat level, right? So you want the car that goes uh, one mile on one gallon of gas, not 30 miles on one gallon of gas. You know what I mean? You want to be inefficient to burn through that stored body fat. Um, but I've kind of rambled off enough. You, you have a pretty unique perspective on reverse dieting. Um, so I, I want you to kind of tell your story about how, how you came across it and, and your yeah. experience with things. Well, I came across reverse dieting by accident. I guess it goes back to, I would say, six, six years ago when I finished my first uh, dieting true dieting phase, I guess, with my, my coach at the time. Um, and it was, so it was my first time uh, on a fat loss journey, you can call it, with you know the whole high protein, um, lifting weights, heavy weights, doing some cardio here and there. And mind you, when I started with this coach, I was 103 pounds, I believe, or 102 pounds. Wow. And it took me, <laughs> and I'm 5'2", so you know, I'm not very big. And I was very stringy at the time, and I have some pictures that I'll post at some point of me at the time, um, it took me seven months to lose three pounds. Um, and my body was fine at that point. You know, I do have a history of anorexia and bulimia, but I think that I had age on my side at the time. So I was able to bounce back pretty well from, right. from that. And so, and you so were we lifting started, heavy weights. So you're probably building some yes. muscle at the same time too. Right. A little bit. Yes. But I, so I started out at around 1200 calories and, um, Seven months later, I finished the diet. I was I was just under a thousand calories, and my cardio at that point, I think it was forty five minutes a day, five days a week. Which for someone, mind you, I was a freshman in college at that point. Right. And my social life. I mean, just keep in mind, this is a very critical time of your life. I was uh, becoming increasingly antisocial as a freshman in college, and I was waking up at five thirty a.m. to go to the gym because I was so obsessed with achieving this this look. And, um, you know, I really, and this is a whole nother topic, but I really wish that my coach at the time had said, so he listened, you are already very lean. This is not healthy for you to be doing this. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, I'm, I refuse to put you on this caloric deficit for this long because it's just not healthy for you physically or mentally, but you know, that never happened. So once I finished my diet, I said, oh, <laughs> I don't look like a figure competitor. Why not? <laughs> Cause that was my goal at the time. And that's when he said, oh, well, you just don't have the muscle mass for, to, to be a figure competitor because that's right. that was my goal and I was really disappointed he, I said okay so what can I do he said well we can put you on a bulk to, to put hmm. on muscle this is the only way to gain muscle and I said okay and um, I think overnight my calories went from you know just under a thousand calories to like 1600 mm. which doesn't seem like much but it's a big spike it's almost double my intake yeah I, I mean that's that's sixty percent increase oh yeah I ballooned um, not to mention, because my diet had been so restrictive for so long, I really had trouble adhering to my program, my mm -hmm. nutrition program, and I ended up just binging just about every day. Um, and I binged my way over the course of two or three months, um, 
an extra 25 pounds on my 5'2 body. <laughs> yeah, that probably wasn't very time. comfortable. Yeah, and and like I said in the in the previous podcast, it got to the point where I was literally all I wore was sweatpants and big baggy t-shirts. That's mm. all I wore in college as a freshman in college. Like imagine how mortified I was. Yeah. But at the time I said, "Oh, well this is the only way. This is the only right. way because um like you know, if I want to gain muscle, this is the I have to do this." So I just kind of stuck it out and it took me a long time long, long time to have my weight stabilized. And even today, you know, my weight at the time before I started dieting, I maintained, you know, 104 pretty easily, 103, 104. You know, now I'm a good 10 pounds heavier, not, you know, obviously I have more muscle mass than I am lean, but it took me a long time to get back down to this place, um, to be in a really good place. So when I heard of reverse dieting through, through you, Lane, it just, it just made so much, it made so much sense. Um, you know, because I always knew when I was bulking, it just, something didn't feel right. It didn't make sense to me that you would have to be really chunky and chubby in your off season and, you know, hide in your ugly clothes and then just look good just a few weeks out of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And if you look at, cause people have asked me like on a reverse diet, cause we talk about, you know, trying to maintain weight or minimize body fat gain. Well, how can I gain muscle? Well, look, <laughs> Muscle gain is an ext- extraordinarily slow process. Yeah. Um, the, the, the maximum amount of amino acid you can deposit in muscle per day in your entire body equates to about 5 to 10 grams of amino acid. Um, if you string that out over a year, and you're talking about absolutely everything going right, you've never trained before in your life, you're a complete noob, and you just jump into the most perfect routine and eating regimen, I mean the maximum, and I don't want to say anybody over this is not natty or whatever it is. Um, but in general, the most you can possibly put on is 25 pounds of, of lean body mass in a year. And, uh, about, and that's a, about half that for, for women approximately. Oh yeah, probably much less. Right. Uh, and then obviously like, I mean, there's uh, Dr. Joe Klimczewski. He did a great presentation. Basically he shows us that 90% of the muscle you're going to put on, you, you put on in about the first, uh, you know, year or two of lifting hard. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the idea that you need this massive calorie surplus in order to gain muscle is, is just, it's not true. Um, you know, do you, does a calorie surplus help? Yes, but you don't need a huge calorie surplus. In fact, uh, if you look at it, reverse dieting in a way is kind of the perfect quote unquote lean bulk because you're, slowly adding in calories, maintaining or slightly gaining weight. So the slower you gain, the more likely it is going to be lean body mass as opposed to fat mass. So in a way, it's kind of the perfect, nice, slow gain. And and people need to look beyond that as well. Let's say you said you added 25 pounds, right? Let's say you added five pounds of muscle. Well, that's awesome, right? For a female in a year, five pounds of muscle is awesome. But how much of that are you going to lose now having to diet off that extra 20 pounds you put on, right? So by putting on excess body fat, it's going to make it harder to get uh, leaner. And even if you do, you're going to have to get much more restrictive to get that extra body fat off. So it's going to kind of eat into your lean body mass. So in my opinion, one of the best things you can do, especially as a a drug-free competitor or person who's dieting, is really you know, minimize how much body fat you put on the off season. Now, everybody's different with that. All right. You know, I, I, some people are going to be able to maintain a very low body fat. They're just a a kind of ectomorph style. Um, I don't like using body types because they don't, nobody falls into a, you know, clear cut, but some people with faster metabolisms with lower body fat set points, they may be able to maintain, you know, a very lean, uh, phenotype or phenotype. Um, whereas some people who, don't have a slower metabolism, they may gain uh, some more weight. But the, the, the key is to minimize it for you, for what your body is capable of. And right. so I think the less you know fat you'll need to take off, the more muscle you can retain. Right. And, and I, every once in a while I have a client or I have clients who, you know, I mean, reverse dieting, let's be honest, reverse dieting is more difficult than fat loss. Absolutely. You're not seeing you're not necessarily seeing positive physique changes from day to day. If anything, you know, you are putting your health 
first. Right. So, you know, you're trying to get your hormones back in order. So you may put on some body fat and that's really difficult for people to accept. So, you know, sometimes I get clients saying, this is really hard for me. I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. The scale weight keeps going up. My measurements keep going up. And I say, I have to say, yes, it's true. But look at how how much more food you are, you're eating now. Like you're exactly. eating 600 calories more per day than you were two months ago. And you've, you're only up two pounds. Exactly. You know? Like, and so the point is, does the calorie increase, is it acceptable for how much body fat you've gained? You know, if you... If you do kind of the typical, like the person who comes to us that's been yo-yo dieting, who's at 1,200 calories, maintain their body weight, and they're 20 pounds over where they want to be, that's yeah. not an acceptable increase in body fat for what they got back metabolically because their met metabolism still shot, right? But right. if you're slowly adding in calories and you add, you know, you start out in 1,200 calories, but now you're up to 1,800, you've only put on two pounds, that's a win. That, that is, is a huge. net win. Yeah. Because do you think it'd be hard to take off those two pounds coming back down? No, and you wouldn't have to get down to 1,200 calories to take off those two pounds. Right. That's the point is you're having a net positive impact. We're thinking about this in terms of a long-term uh, fat loss strategy because people have to understand, again, if you look at the fat loss data, it is extraordinarily grim. In fact, there's a recent paper that came out that basically said um, – there's a there's a reason the government no longer refers to uh, they, they don't really say weight loss a lot. They say weight management. OK. And the reason for that is there's a numerous amount of studies that have come out. And basically the conclusions have been if you don't want excess body fat, never gain it in the first place because it's impossible to lose it. Um, that sounds really dramatic, but the fat loss literature is unbelievably grim. It, it shows that. Diets fail over and over and over again. In fact, the conclusion of one of the papers was that dieting was ineffective for long-term fat loss. Think about that for a minute, okay? So we're looking at this as an overall strategy of how do we break this cycle of lose weight, regain, lose weight, regain, lose weight, regain, regain. Right. I mean, again, by adding in calories, yes, you're likely to regain some. Our key is that we want to keep, we want to keep more of our, of our, body fat loss. That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> Keep more of that leanness that we get uh, from dieting while still getting back to a, a normal calorie intake. So yes, again, you know, if you lost 20 and you regain 10, but you're able to up your calories by 1500 or 2000 over your, where you were when you finished the diet, that's a win. That is a net win right there. Um, People don't think about it that way. Like you said, they get so focused on, and even I'm guilty of this. I got down, I've been on stage and uh, especially for competitors, it can be very, very difficult to deal with because you look your, your best. It's almost like, um, you know, have you heard of the studies where they show that Olympic athletes have like a high rate of depression post Olympics? Yes. You seen that? Yeah. yeah oh, so yeah. it's, I think it's a lot like that for physique competitors because yeah, you diet down, you look the best you've ever looked. There's all this hoopla around you. Uh, everything's about how you look and then boom. You're done with the competition, and even if you did really, really well, uh, it's over. The attention's no longer on you. You're hungry, and you, if you've been eating whatever you want, you immediately, and I mean immediately, look worse, right? right. I mean, people you have no rules to follow anymore. Exactly. I mean, people say, um, "Oh, well, you you can't gain body fat in one cheat meal." <laughs> I, in fact, I've heard that so many times. I say that at, at talks. I said, okay, how many people have heard that people say that, that you can't gain body fat from just one cheat meal? And everybody raises their hands. I said, how many of you know that's bullshit? <laughs> and like mo most people's hands stay up because they've had that one cheat meal that they woke up the next day and been like, wow, it looks like I didn't even really diet, you know, right. yeah. uh, or it took like, that was like six weeks of my diet right there. Um, and people say, oh, well, it's just water. Well, water doesn't hang around for six months. I think, I, I think I've said that before. But um, again, that's, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, I tell my clients, like, my goal is for you to eventually get to a calorie level where you can go out and you can eat a, an 800 calorie meal and it doesn't cause you to put on five pounds, you know, right. or whatever it is. Um, but you can't do that right after a diet. Your body just isn't going to tolerate it, you know, and that's why reverse dieting is so difficult because right after you're done with a diet, even if they're, even if you're not competing, you were probably dieting for something, right? Um, and so 
you're ready to eat. You want to be done with it. And now here's this guy telling you, okay, we got to slowly add calories in. Um, and it's just really hard. Uh, a, a lot of people aren't going to want to do it. So, oh, yeah. um, that's why we try to be really honest with people and say, Hey, you know, this is going to be hard, but if you can really stick with it, if you really, you, know, you nail those first six to eight weeks, it just sets you up for such long-term success. I don't know if you've noticed this with your clients, but with my clients, I really noticed the people who nail kind of that first six to eight weeks, they just tend to have the absolute best success moving forward. Oh yeah, definitely. And and obviously this doesn't need to be said, but the more adherent you are to your prescribed macros, the better your results are going to be. You know, like, you know, you, I remember, uh, Lane, you were telling me about a client who, um, you know, every, every now and then she would go over her macros for a few weeks, but then she'd bring them back down and, you know, bring it in again. But and every time she was meeting her macros, she was actually dropping weight. But every time she went over, she gained weight. Right. Right. So the incremental, like really, really small incremental increases are really important. You know, don't go too fast. Yeah, yeah. So I think this might be a good place to take a quick break, and uh, we'll get a few words from our sponsors, and we'll come back. Uh, you're listening to Physique Science Radio. Hey, guys. You know me, and you know I love cooking up macro-friendly option meals. But sometimes when I'm always on the go... That's just not an option. So when I'm on the go or can't cook a meal, I love Quest Bars. You know I love protein and fiber, and these are packed with 20 grams of high-quality protein and super high in fiber. And it's easy to stay on target when you've got Quest Bars that you can bring with you anywhere. They're delicious compared to other bars that taste like bricks and leave you feeling gassy and bloated. So pick up a bar of Quest Bars today at questnutrition.com, GNC, and Vitamin Shop. Also, follow them on Instagram, at Quest Nutrition and youtube.com slash Quest Nutrition for great recipe ideas to keep you on your goals but eating delicious. Hey guys, many of you out there know I spend a lot of time bagging on bad coaches. And certainly, there's more than enough of those to go around. But a lot of times people ask me who I do recommend. Well, one person we can recommend wholeheartedly is Paul Ravella of Pro Physique. Paul has received more referrals from me over the last two years than any other coach, and with good reason. Paul is competent, professional, caring, and carries himself with a lot of integrity. If you hire Paul, you're going to be getting the very best at a great value. Paul is also one of my closest personal friends, and I can say with absolute certainty I feel 100% comfortable with referring my closest friends and family to him, because I've done that. Paul Ravella of ProPhysique.com. Check him out, guys. We're back on Physique Science Radio with talking about reverse dieting. And uh, Sohi, you brought up something off air um, about some of the people you see who, who want to do reverse dieting who probably haven't researched it a lot right. <laughs> based on the question they ask. And, and so why don't you, you talk about it? Um, because I've seen this a lot as well, people right. misunderstanding. The, again, we said the point of a reverse diet is not to lose weight, at least not yeah. in the short term. Well, I, I think we should first emphasize the point that I think reverse dieting tends to be pretty grossly misconstrued in you know through general social media. Because if you if you're a coach and you have a client who is a really good hyper responder, you know, meaning they they lose fat while eating more food, of course you you're gonna want to show off those photos, right? because you're proud of that and you want to get more clients. But if those are the only pictures you post, that's the only idea that people have of what reverse dieting is. So people think that reverse dieting is some magical solution that's going to fix your metabolism and make you really lean at the same time for everybody. But the truth is that's rarely the case. They're, that's actually very uncommon. I've only had like two clients who have actually done that. Yeah, I mean, on some weight. So, you know, every once in a while I have people come to me saying, yes, I want to reverse diet. Um, it sounds great. I'm going to fix my metabolism and I'm going to lose 20 pounds at the same time. Okay, so how do I get started? And I have to say, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> well, how about we pick, you know, given your dieting history, given your severe crash dieting, yo-yo dieting history, uh, we, first of all, you obviously are, are, have not been successful with losing fat. 
recently in the past few months because your calories are at 900 every single day and you're not making any progress. You're in the gym. It's a freaking part-time job now and you're not getting anywhere. <laughs> so we do have to reverse diet and I have to actually sit down and say, but here is what reverse dieting actually is. You know, it's not a weight loss program. It's not going to make you leaner probably. Um, and you know what? If you've been crash dieting. At least for, not in the short term. Right, right. It's not a magical like quick fix solution. And if you've been crash dieting for a really long time, you're going to have to reverse diet it for a long time. And people don't like hearing that because they say, oh, but I want results right now. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, the, the honestly, I, so I lecture all, all over the country and in other countries like Australia and the UK and be going to Scotland here shortly. Uh, and a question I get just across the board, and this is from other coaches, they go, you know, Lane, uh, I really appreciate what you do. And what do you tell them? Like, how do, how do I tell these clients who come to me who want to lose weight, who are just completely gurued and indoctrinated with the whole mentality of uh, eat less, move more is all they have to do, or that there's, you know, some magic food list or something. And uh, I'm trying to tell them, you know, when they're in a place like you described, you know, very low calorie and not getting any results. How do I tell them that, you know, we've got to take maybe six, you know, nine, 12 months and not focus on fat loss to actually, you know, get them normal um, when, when that's going to cost them money and they're not going to look the way they want to look. And I said, and I'll tell them every, and I tell them, I'm like, look, there is no easy way to tell somebody that. And, um, you know, I, I am in a fortunate position where, you know, I, I make a very good living from what I do and most, and I have somebody who screens clients for me. So I usually don't get people uh -huh. who are, who are in that state. Um, and even if I did, you know, I, I could always, you know, choose somebody else. A lot of people don't have that luxury. You know, these are, 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 are coaches who are just getting into it. Uh, they don't have the, the selection of client base that I have. That sort of thing, and you know, turning away money for them could be about putting food on the table. And I said, look, you just—it's not an easy thing. It comes—it comes down to how much do you value your integrity in terms of yeah. um, not willing to to do that to somebody. Because look, I, I've I've used this line so many times. I've told clients like, look, the easiest thing in the world for me would be to tell you what you want to hear and take your money. Okay, that would be the easiest thing in the world for me. But I care about you as a person and I care about your long-term business. And I am not willing to do something that is not that I don't, that I don't believe is going to work for you. Um, right. And the thing I'll tell them is, look, what you have been doing is what has gotten you to this point. Exactly. What do you think repeating that is going to help you? So you've tried it your way or the guru way. Try it my way. Okay you know, give me 12 months or, or whatever it is and see what happens. But it's hard, like you said, because especially people who maybe are reverse dieting, who aren't at the level of leanness they want to be. Uh, it's very hard. I had a gal who came to me. She's still a client. Very, very sweet gal. Uh, I absolutely love working with her. And when she came to me, she was 50 pounds over her stage weight where she competed at. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, that's, that's, not good. You know what I mean? In terms of how you feel about yourself. I mean, she didn't even want to go outside and you know, I was looking at her calories and she was basically maintaining on, you know, not, not a terrible calorie, but it was like 1300 calories, it's pretty which, low. you know, th there's a difference, right? So if somebody comes to me and they're on 1300 calories, maintaining their weight and they say, I want to lose five pounds, I'll say, okay, we can probably get through there, you know, but then I'm going to say, we're going to be careful reverse dieting you out of that, but we, we can get there. But if somebody has 50 pounds to lose and they're maintaining their body weight in 1300 calories, that shit ain't happening. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, oh, yeah. you just, it's not going to happen. You're not going to have, you don't have the metabolic capacity to do it. So uh, I said, well, let's, let's reverse diet you. And she, you know, she fluctuated over the course of nine months. Um, but we were able to take her to, you know, 300, about 350 grams of carbs per day. That's and good. like around 80 grams of fat and she basically maintained her weight. Um, she was, you know, uh, she, like I said, fluctuated two, three pounds here and there, but it was all within that same range of what she was when she started. And 
we started dieting her down. And I noticed this a lot with people, especially those who have been kind of restricted for a really long period of time. She was very sluggish to respond at first. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're like 12 weeks in and uh, she's down uh, right around 15 pounds. She's 165, like 165 pounds right now. That's now, awesome. is she where she wants to be? No. Um, but it's a net win, right? Because her oh, yeah. calories are her her cutting calories right now are like just just right at about where she was when she came to me, okay? And she's cutting on that. She used to be maintaining on that. Right. So that's a net win. Now she may not be able to get down to the 140 pounds or whatever she wants to get to this time through. She may only get to say 160, and then we have to reverse diet her again, and hopefully she maintains her body weight or only adds a little bit gets her calories back up there and then we do it again and maybe she gets down mm -hmm. to 145 the next time, you know? Right. So, and this is, I had a client, um, I'll give you a great example and then I'll, I'll let you talk a little bit more mm -hmm. um, about somebody who's kind of an average responder who doing it over the course of, you know, multiple years did really well. So uh, I'll go ahead and name her because I know she won't mind. Uh, Lauren Conlon. Yeah. And, Super proud of her. She just graduated from FSU with honors and is uh, going to do her master's in exercise physiology at USF uh, in Dr. Bill Campbell's lab. So big round of applause for Lauren. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Lauren came to me and the fortunate thing was she had never kind of, she had kind of had, a, you know, a little bit of under eating and that sort of thing when she was younger, but nothing severe. And uh, she had never been with any other coach. So she, when she came to me, her, her calories were reasonable. It was like she was eating about 230 grams of carbs and like 50 grams of fat per day and like 170 grams of protein. So uh, this was 12 weeks before she was going to start dieting for her first show. And I said, well, let me work with you in the off season these next 12 weeks. So in that 12-week period, we got her carbs up to like 340 and her fat up to like 70. And she lost a pound during that time period. And she lost like an inch off her waist. So, so she she's a hyper responder. Not, not, I wouldn't say a hyper responder, she, but, but very, very well. Now, I will say that we changed her routine, had her doing things more optimally. So there may have been some kind of anabolic drive from changing her to a more optimal kind of training routine. Um, but so then she dieted down and she got down to, I think, something like 128 for stage. She did figure, she did real well. Um, she got down to 128 and... Uh, her, cal her carbs were down to like, you know, like 120, 110 by the end of it. Uh, and I think her fat was like around 40. But she was only doing like three days of cardio a week. Like nothing nothing super severe, right? Um, so, and then she got done. And actually she, this is again kind of um, why reverse dieting is modular and you can you can get out of it what you want into it. She was like, look, you know, I've been dieting for, you know, a good period of time. I just want to, I want to, you know, she even though she was, eating a decent amount. She was still, you know, being that lean, you're going to be tired, that sort of thing. She's like, you know, I, I, I'm okay with gaining some body fat if I can feel normal a little bit faster. I said, okay, well then we can be a little bit more aggressive, right? So we jumped her calories up a little bit more aggressively than I probably would have normally. And, oh, I should mention, so she got down to 128 when she started her diet, she was 143. Uh, in the off season, she got up to like 138, Okay, mm -hmm. so she gained 10 pounds over her stage weight. She didn't keep that leanness, but she got back up to her calorie intake that she was at in the previous off season, right? So she's down five pounds uh, from her previous yeah. off season. Her calories are this, actually they were just a little bit higher, okay? Just a, like maybe like 100 calories higher. So again, hopefully you guys at home can see how that's a net win right there. And so then she started dieting down again uh, and this time she lost the bulk of her body fat on like 140 grams of carbs a day. That's right? awesome. And she got leaner this time. So now she's down, she's down about to what she was last time. Um, but she was able to get to like 124. So she's even leaner this time on dieting down the same amount of calories. So again, hopefully you can see how going through a couple cycles of that, she's gotten better, uh, as opposed to getting worse, which is what we see with a lot of people. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about, you mentioned hyper responders. I mean, I've seen, I've seen some people who, yeah, are, are really crazy hyper responders. Uh, I had one person who started with me at 130 grams of carbs a day over the course of six months. Uh, we got her carbs up to almost 400 
and she dropped 10 pounds during that time period. Right. I mean, that's, that's nuts. And when <laughs> you say that's largely genetic, you know, I don't know what it is. Um, uh, I feel like that, that would be my, that would be my best guess. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> it could be genetic. You know, I, I, uh, it'll be interesting to see some of Eric's research, right? To see what comes yeah. out of this. Um, yeah. You know, because we can all have hypotheses, but in the end, we really don't know until uh, the scientific method takes hold and, and, and takes a look at it. We all we have as coaches is kind of our observations. Right. Um, but yeah, that's not that's definitely not the norm. Um, uh, what you know, but what I tell people, and I think you would agree with this. Is because I had I've had a couple of clients who they'll see how other people are responding, and uh, they'll go, "Oh, I, I feel like I'm not responding well." well I had a, I had a gal, uh, Renee, she's she's awesome. Uh, she's been with me about six months, and she's actually so she started with me at like 100 grams of carbs a day, and now she's up to like 240, um, and she lost six pounds and four inches off her waist during that time. Wow, period, yeah, right. And she's like, and she she sends me an email. The other day, and she's like, oh, I just feel like I'm such a slow responder. Um, I feel like I'll never be lean again. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you added like eight, like 600 calories to your diet and you lost body fat. Like yeah. that's friggin' sweet, you know? Um, actually, I'm sorry. The best responder I ever had was a gal, uh, Melissa. And she was, uh, she started with me right after she was pregnant, finished, uh, giving birth. And she was like right at 200 pounds. She started with me. We started with her calories at like 200 grams of carbs a day. And she wanted to diet. And I kind of said no, because she wanted to breastfeed. I'm like, no, let's reverse diet. Make sure the baby has enough calories. Said I don't feel right dieting you while you're trying to breastfeed because you're not, it's going to impair your production. Um, and we went from 200 to over 400, like 425, and she lost, I'm not kidding you, 25 pounds. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, obviously, breastfeeding uh, increases metabolic rate, that sort of thing. So that's part of it. Uh, and then we started dieting her down, you know, um, actually kind of in a, put her into an active fat loss phase, I call it. Right. And she dropped like a stone. So she's down a total of 50 pounds from when she gave birth. And she is right now eating about the same amount as when we started so again hopefully people see that there's a net benefit there right um but yeah i mean obviously a hyper responder and not everybody responds that well but what i'll tell people is what's your alternative okay so you're, you're you have basically two alternatives one you stay at that low calorie intake for the rest of your life um i know what i felt like when i was on my lowest calorie intake during prep um and uh that's not living <laughs> Uh, it's not no. living. I don't want to be like that for the rest of my life. Um, so I don't think that's real feasible for most people. I don't think living on 1,200 or 1,500 calories is feasible for the rest of your life. And so what is your other alternative? Well, just do whatever after your, after your diet's done. And I think we've all seen how that works out. So regardless of how well or how poorly you respond, in my opinion, this is this kind of one of the only things that makes sense. Um, you want to give your perspective on kind of slow responders and hyper responders, that sort of thing? Yeah, well, I, th I really think that people, I mean, this is going to happen with just about anyone. People who get really upset with the the weight gain, and mind you, it, it never really is that drastic of, of a weight gain, if, especially if they're adhering to their macros. I think that it's important to take the focus off of what you're going to look like tomorrow or next week or the next two weeks and think about where do you want to be in one year or where do you want, yeah. where do you want to be in two years? Do you want to be, do you, you know, you want to be able to look back and say, uh, you know, I put my health first and for the, maybe for the first six months, um, I wasn't having the time of my life and I wasn't looking like, you know, my best. But after that, you know, look where I am now. I look better than I have ever been. My health is back to normal. And, um, I think when you're reverse dieting, you should really try to shift your attention away from how do your abs look every day or how do my glutes look to maybe how strong am I getting in the gym or how about my um, quality of life? How is that improving? Because there are so many other ways to measure success than just what is my waist measurement? What is my body fat level? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I had a gal um, and I, I've done this with men too. I don't want to make it sound like it's all women. Um, I've worked with a lot of men as well. Um, 
and you're right. Like you get to that level and, and they put on five pounds and, and it's like the end of the world. And it's like, look, that, yeah. especially with competitors, that, that competition look is fleeting. Okay. 99.99% of people do not maintain that. So get that idea out of your head. That's not to say you can't maintain a lean, nice fit physique all year round. Okay. I do think you can do that, but this idea that you're going to have shredded six pack and striations everywhere year round, th that's just not going to happen for most people. So get it out of your head. That's not how most people look. And, uh, the people that you see that are your heroes in fitness magazines, they did all those photo shoots that you see them in all the magazines in a one week period <laughs> right after their shows yeah, okay, or during their shows. So stop it. All right. Cause everybody will say, well, you know, what about this person? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. They don't look like that all year round. Okay. Stop it. I, I work with a lot of them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I had to, I had to kind of, again, give kind of a reality check to somebody. I said, okay. Because they said, well, you know, I, I put on, you know, because it was like they put on like a pound and a half in a week, which, by the way, they lost the pre the, the next week. <laughs> right. You should be. Yeah. Again, that's another thing. Like week to week fluctuations. Um, look at what happens in a month. OK. You know, that's that's much better indicator. Um, but I said, OK, well, let's look at this. Yes, you've gained a little bit of body fat. But one, you've added calories into your diet Two, you're no longer starving. You're no longer binging. Uh, three, you feel better. Four, you're performing better. And five, your relationship with food is is normalized. Okay, you're not you're not obsessing about food every minute of the day. Right. Um, I was going back to the whole clean eating versus IFYM argument. It's always funny when people like are so sanctimonious about their food choices and yet their Instagram, like the week before their show, they're posting cookies and all this different oh, stuff yeah. and, so and about what they're going to binge on. Uh, it was funny. I, I posted up, a, a you know, the memes of the Joker, uh, yes. you know, where it's like, do this and no one says anything, but do that. And everyone loses yeah. their mind. So I said, um, you know, binge on chocolate and nobody says a thing but fit it into your macros and everybody loses their freaking mind yeah. you know i always found that that disconnect very interesting but um that that's the thing is like people you can't just value if you only value what you see in the mirror every single day if that's your main emphasis of what you know defines you as a person i don't care how shredded you are how much muscle you have you are going to be miserable I will promise you that. Okay. So you got to oh, find yeah. another reason that gets you up in the morning. Um, so like, like sometimes people say, well, I, I, I went over my macros by accident or, or whatever it was, or I, I gained a pound this way. I say, okay, well go crush it in the gym, go use it because now you should have some more energy. You yeah. Know, like, oh, never thought of it that way. And, and that's the other thing is like, look, you could have gained some muscle too. So don't freak out. You know, uh, I mean, again, you know, so you're not going to put on, you know, 10 pounds of muscle in three months or anything like that. But uh, I actually, right. I did have one, one gal who went and got a DEXA done. And after, what was it? I think 16 months of working with me, her lean body mass was up by 18 pounds. She hadn't really. Oh my God. Yeah. That's on DEXA. I mean, it sounds like I'm trying to sell people something, but so this was somebody who had been kind of starved before. And like, you know, I actually started feeding them. And lo and behold, they gained lean body mass, you know? And when we did the pictures before and after, because she was, she freaked out the whole time because her, her weight never changed. When we did the before and after pictures. She goes, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. And actually we just, I, uh, a client of mine, Katie Rutherford, um, she, she, we've been trying to diet her because she wants to do a powerlifting meet, which is pretty cool. And she's, she's a beast. Uh, she squats and deadlifts over 300 pounds. She's crazy. Um, and, uh, she, when we started, she was like 155, I think, something like that. And now, she, you know, she's down to like 151. But this has been like, you know, almost six months. And she was really down on herself. Well, she posted before and after pictures in the in the Facebook page. And everybody's like, holy crap. I mean, and even I was like, holy crap, because I just see pictures each week. And I'm like, yeah, she right. looks like she's getting a little bit leaner. I mean, she looked like a completely different person, you know. So it just goes to show you like what feeding the body and a proper uh, programming can do for you. Oh yeah. It's critical. Absolutely. 
So, anyways, is there anything else you wanted to cover, Sohi? Uh, I know I kind of dominated that last section. Um, you know, um, I know you've got a lot of. Uh, I know you're wanting to to leave some of the goodies for the book, but uh, anything else you yeah. want to add? Well, I really just want to emphasize that reverse dieting. Oh boy, you know, <laughs> please stop obsessing over the way that you look, at least temporarily, or at least shift. You know. Instead of saying, oh, my God, my, my six-pack is going in a way, say, okay, maybe you – but you feel so much better. How are your energy levels? Yeah. Um, how, how are your portion sizes now? Probably much bigger than they were before. How are you sleeping? Um, you know, I bet you feel physically really great. So – and I, I say this to people all the time. You look in the mirror and you – maybe you put on a pound of fat. Let's just say that that happened. Yeah. You look in the mirror and you know exactly where that fat is and you can just see it and you feel terrible and you get self-conscious about the way that you look in your tank top and your jeans and then you have a horrible day but the thing is nobody cares <laughs> and so nobody true. cares because so the people true. who love you yeah your friends your family they're not going to be like oh my god you put on two pounds oh i can't i can't be around you anymore like you're less valuable as a, of a person to me that never happens yeah i <laughs> never I, happens i made a video at the beginning of the year as a kind of a new year's thing and i said what, what what why do you do you why do you value me okay i said this to my clients why do you guys value me is it because i have a shredded six-pack year-round because i don't <laughs> uh, right. or is it because i carry myself with integrity um i believe in helping people and uh, i do a good job for you and everybody, you know, obviously everybody universally said, oh, it's, you know, it's because of those things. I said, then value, for the love of God, value those things in yourself. Exactly. And that's just such a foreign concept to people. You know, like, like I said, you got, you, uh, it, it drives me nuts, you know. I, um, not to go into a rant in the fitness industry, but I, I posted one time on Twitter. I said, how many of you people who are fitness professionals can honestly say that you are physically and psychologically a healthy person. And it was like crickets, right? you know, cause it, you know, maybe you look great, but what did you sacrifice to get there? Are you hyper obsessive about everything? Do you shut out your family? You know, like it's taken me 15 years to find balance in my life. Um, but reverse dieting was part of that, uh, because it, it allowed me to, you know, I'm the leanest I've ever been in an off season right now. And I'm, eating pretty much the same calories that I have in previous off seasons. And it's cool. But you know what? When, when I gain, if I gain a pound of fat, it's not like, God, I, I look terrible. It's like, <laughs> ah, well, that's going to make it a little bit tougher to get down to my, my weight class for powerlifting, but oh, well. Um, or, you know, that's, uh, it's, it's funny you brought that up that no one cares. Uh, I had a client who was supposed to go work a fitness expo and canceled at the last minute because she's like, I, she's like 15 pounds above stage weight. And she's like, I can't bear for people to see me like this, you know, very Aww. dramatic. And I mean, I'm not trying to minimize that because in that person's mind, that that's a big thing, you know? Right. Um, but what I, I didn't have the heart to tell her, like, nobody's going to notice because they're all too focused on themselves. <laughs> like everybody's so yes. freaked out about how they, they look that nobody's looking at you, you know? And if somebody does judge you, for, for that sort of thing, that they're a piece of crap you don't want in your life anyway. All right. Like this radio, this radio show is physique science radio, right? So we're, we're all about physique. Uh, but at the same time, so he and I will be the first person to tell you that like just getting a better physique does not make you happy. Like when no I wake way. up, when I wake up and I, if I look leaner, I'm like, Oh, cool. Like, yeah, that's some, what I do too. <laughs> like, like, like I just like noticed like some striations in my chest that weren't there the other day. And yeah. it's not, it's not like I'm not sitting there obsessed in the mirror. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm just like, Oh, that's cool. Those weren't there before. Sweet. Well, hopefully they'll stick around, you know, but if they don't, it's like, okay, it doesn't ruin my life. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, and I think that's one more thing I, I want to touch on and I'll, I'll leave it to you and then we'll get out of here. Sure. Um, is that people who are on a reverse diet, if they stick with it and they're six months in or they're however long in, um, I get when I, when you first start, you, you get emails like, Oh, I, I don't like the way I look or, you know, I put on a pound or whatever it is. And by the end of it, it's, I love the way I feel. Um, um, you know, I, I, I'm not quite the level, I'm not the level of leanness I want to be, you know, not always cause some of them are, but 
Um, the people who aren't, they say, I'm not where I want to be, but I feel more confident that I'm going to get there. Uh, I'm lifting, I'm, I'm performing better than I ever have in the gym and I feel great. You know, I feel awesome. And they start focusing more on the positive as opposed to the negative, which the negative tends to dominate when you're in that kind of diet, diet, diet mentality. Right. Do you notice that as well? Oh, yeah. It's definitely a big uh, mental transformation that takes place because especially in the beginning, like you were saying, people really like to resist. Well, they don't like to. They tend to really resist the process and they fight it. They follow it but very reluctantly and they are very negative about it. But there comes a point when they realize, okay, well, I don't really have another a better choice. So I might as well embrace what's going on and, and shift my mindset. Yeah, and that's that's the key is a – a paradigm shift, a mindset mindset shift. I can't yeah. speak right now, um, and, and that's what we're really trying to impart. So uh, we've run out of time. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably cover this topic again in, in a future episode because there's so much more we can talk about. But um, yeah. I, I want to again, if uh, if you have interest in reverse dieting, um, we humbly request that you consider the ebook. Uh, we, we think you will find it enormously helpful and uh, full of information. And uh, if you also want more information, uh, I have a video log out there about reverse dieting and uh, there's some other resources as well. So we will, right. I will try and link some of those in the description as well as information about uh, Sohi's ebook. Uh, Sohi, thank you for all your hard work. Yeah, um, it was fun. I, uh, I, as you know, I am not a, I write and I'm proficient at it, but I don't like it. <laughs> so I'm glad that uh, there's somebody like you who has a passion for it, who's better at it than I am, who'll be able to get these concepts across. So thank mm -hmm. you for that. Yeah, no, no problem. Oh, um, just to note the reverse dieting ebook, the URL to grab the product is reverse dietingbook.com. Not ebook, it'll be reverse dietingbook.com. So keep a lookout. Cool. For that. Well, like we said, we believe this episode will be going live when, when the book's available, so we'll, yep. uh, we'll put a link in the description. Yep. Zoe, thanks for an, another awesome podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will catch you next time. This is Lane Martin signing off, Physique Science Radio.